Thank you for joining us for another night of Dungeons & Dragons. I am, as always, your host and Dungeon Master, Kenny. I have with me my entire party, except our warlock. But before I introduce my party, I wanted to give a little bit of a shout-out to Critical Wick Candles. You can find them at criticalwick.com .org or whatever it is. Uh, just Google search Critical Wick, and you'll find really high-quality soy candles with metal dyes at the bottom of each candle. They're fantastic. Their scents are all D&D &D flavor, um, like, scent... Uh, what would you call that? Yeah, but I was like, no, doesn't matter. Critical Wick, check out the candles. It's good stuff. Um, they're not flavored. They're not flavored. Don't eat. I mean, I mean, they're soy. You probably could, but don't. Don't eat the candles. Uh, all right, so we have our rogue. We have our druid. Our fighter. Hey, this is Nick playing Nautilus, the Triton fighter. Our barbarian. Hey, this is Coop playing Oakley, the actual barbarian. And our bard. Hey, this is Lauren. I'm playing Bala, the Athmar bard. One sec. All right. So, when we last left off, you guys all had uh, just sort of recovered from your combat with Thundar, who has now somewhat become a part of you guys in a way that's not entirely understood yet. Uh, but your business with the town is kind of done. So what did, what did you want to do next? Did you want to hunt down the, the lich child? Did you want to go back to the capital? Did you want to, like, what, what did you guys want to do? We came here to kill a child. <laughs> And by the gods, that's what we're going to do. <laughs> I've already killed the kid recently. Y'all are slacking. Wait a minute, what? Then I, I killed the uh, inmate's son. You all told me that was a ghost. It was a ghost. <laughs> what a ghost, yeah. I wasn't here for Nar to kill children. This is news to me. As a ghost is fine. Okay. <laughs> totally okay. Sorta. Um. Yeah, we may as well. You know, I feel like we should finish this lunch child. I feel like we should finish that task and and find the lunch child. Because then we can stop by and see the dragon on our way back to the capital to get a new contract and yeah it'll it'll work out efficiency i like it all right so how do you guys go about finding said lich child all right look i hadn't gotten that far in the plan yet oh okay my mistake <laughs> uh man we probably should have talked a little bit about that Instead of just focusing on our uh, warlock skills. <laughs> okay. Uh, Did we even we find need out to where ask around town about strange children who seem to never age? I mean, we're in an inn. We could ask the innkeeper if he knows any creepy kids. But then that just makes us look creepy if we're asking after, Hey, buddy, how many fun 
children that I can also be friends with? Like That is really weird. We shouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably also like a lot of ways to ask that question that doesn't make you sound like some sort of weird pedophile. Uh, we're, we're in the inn right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go over to wherever the innkeeper is and say, hey, I really don't want to be here anymore. And there's a lich child in this town somewhere. <laughs> Can you tell me where he is? He kind of gives you a look like uh, he's unsure how much he's to talk to. Because that's kind of a fucking leaden, like, that's a pretty laden sentence there. <laughs> uh, so he just kind of, like, looks around and goes, man, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know any, any, any lich kids. It's, I, we, we all know you know. <laughs> <laughs> Sir. <laughs> it's one of those days. Right. Getting off the rails early, okay. Plus, there's a lot of basil goose. Geese. <laughs> Look, I don't know how that plural is. All right. It's been a rough afternoon. I mean, uh, do you want to, like, roll in it in intimidation or anything? Or um, I, I'd like to roll in intimidation. All right, go for it. Oh. Well. What skills intimidation? I don't have my charisma. Uh, okay, so it's sixteen. Okay, uh, so you you kind of just go through what you've already been going through with this guy, but uh, he sort of relents pretty quickly. Like he's kind of doesn't really know what the fuck you are exactly. Like you don't see a lot of Arakoa in this part of the world, so he's just like, all right, whatever, Birdman, like. Listen, just take this and leave and never come back here. And he's like scribbles down like a hastily done address. I'll take it and go back to the party. Thanks. Give him silver. <laughs> he like takes the silver because like fuck it's free money, but <laughs> All right. Throw down the piece of paper. I got an address. <laughs> I don't. This, it could be anything. Well, that's one way to do it. It's something. It could be nothing. But sometimes doing nothing leads to the very best something. Yeah. Um, I want to look at this piece of paper and do. Would I know enough about? the area to know roughly where this is located? Or uh, you've I... seen the street right, okay. name before. So, I mean, you probably could, like, go down the main street that you've gone up and down a couple times now, see that street on, as an offshoot, and follow it until you see the address. Okay, but it's, like, close. It's not, like, days away or anything. No, it's in this town. Okay. Um, okay. Well, this is more than we've had to work with before. <laughs> yeah. May as well ready up and 
just go knock on the door of this house and be like, hey, I hear there's a lich problem. Uh, do, you, do you want to do any kind of preparation? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have a spell slot to prepare now. Oh, we, we don't prepare those. We just know them. Cool. <laughs> Are we expecting to... Like, fight this lich? Or... or what are we? What's our goal going in? Well, we need the phylactery. Uh, oh, right. There is a thing that we actually need out of this. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that is or where it would be. Uh, I don't even know if this lich, being a child, would know where it is. Maybe only the family would know. Hmm. Shoot, did did we ever find out how long this kid has been a witch? I don't think so. Um. So the phylactery, just to get, just so I understand, the phylactery is basically the horcrux of the lich, right? It is what sustains their. Life. Um, what, what do you want to like give me a knowledge check of some caliber on that? Or... All right, I thought we, I thought we had already like discussed it. And I just, okay, like... if, mm -hmm. if you guys have, I'm fine with telling you. Um, it's not like this is like the most treasured of secrets, but uh, essentially, yeah, Horcruxes, um, are a copycat of phylacteries. Okay, and so taking this one would kill him, it wouldn't kill him unless you destroy it. Okay, right. right. We're just going to give it to a dragon. It, to the the easiest way to put it to. is a, a lich's phylactery is their respawn point. It's their anchor that tethers them to this realm. Okay. Um, so I don't think this this kid or his parents or their parents, I don't know if it's gender. Um, I don't think they're going to give this phylactery up without a fight. That's why we gotta steal it. Or something. Hmm. We need to know where it is first. Well, you know, after having this run-in with this giant fish, and having to fight a god I just want to go in there and take it. <laughs> I don't care who's in the way. I just want, I just want this, this last couple days to be over. It's fucking... It, who knew that Portland Voss was going to be the point where the Karak <laughs> just ran out of fucks? Yeah. I mean... We can at least try talking to them first, and if they get angry with us, then we'll go from there, right? We'll we'll figure it out. We always figure it out. It all works out just fine. Okay, there's no the more terrifying like monster things. South. 
I'm punching somebody. It's gonna be. It's gonna be okay. We'll go in. It'll be a nice conversation. Maybe we can have um. Oh, oh, what is it that everybody has when they talk real nice? Um, tea. Yeah, we'll we'll have some tea. Sit down. It'll be like a like when we first met Chet. You know, we'll shake hands and make some kind of deal, and then we'll leave with the phylactery. Okay. Don't know if that's how it's gonna go. Like your optimism, Nalas. <laughs> well, you know, there's no more terrifying fish demon here. Probably, hopefully. It's just a lich. And yeah, how bad can a lich okay. Whatevs. Right. Chet's a lich, and he's pretty cool. He seems, you know, sort of nice to us. Gonna work out. All right. Does anybody else have actual preparations they need to do? Um, can't think of. Oh, Crack's the one that actually prepares spells. So yeah. I I assume you know what you want to have. Yeah. <laughs> Ow! Fuck. Roll for initiative. <laughs> oh, Giles. All right. Um, fed him yet? Hold on. Yeah, no. Keep going. So, have you guys kind of like come up with a plan, or like, can I just jump cut to the front door of this mansion, or what? I was gonna say, like, so. yeah. I guess we're gonna try <laughs> being polite um, first. Well, I want to use my uh, disguise self for how. Is first, how long do you think this is going to take? Longer than an hour? That's... I'm like, I'm asking the party. Uh, I don't know. Could... I've never negotiated for a phylactery before. Um, well, I like to run away a danger, so I think I'm still going to use my potential to make myself... Um, Look like a. Um, I speak Elven. Look like an elf instead of a furball, um, just so that like you don't see my face. Okay. Hmm. All right. So, other than turning into an elf, does anyone else do anything? I just run through plans in my head to play my new patty cake game with this kid lich. Gotcha. <laughs> Armor's on. Weapons are you know, potentially ready for use, but hopefully not. Got I wonder what it would look peak. like to fucking start playing patty cake with a little kid lich and cast thunderclap when I do it. <laughs> All right, so um, smash cut to you guys standing outside of the gates of the mansion address. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a guard standing on the front porch who is kind of just like whittling the afternoon away as you all walk up 
He just sort of looks at you all and doesn't even get up. Um, there's a, I mean, there's a gate, but he just, you know, kind of looks down and goes, you all have business with the family? If not, I suggest you move on. Uh, yeah, we, we just wanted to, to talk with them. Um, we, we've been sent here for some work. We kinda, just, we had some questions. Kind of walks down and like stands just on the other side of the gate from you guys. So he doesn't have to yell and goes, yeah. so, uh, what business do you have with the Del Delnids? Well... Yeah, what business do we have with the Nalas? <laughs> well, we were sent here to ask about their their child, um, our our employer was was interested, and and we just had some questions to ask before. Well, maybe you should have done your homework because. The, this family is not last name Delnid. You clearly don't even know who you're talking to. So why don't you find yourself down the road? And he sort of turns to walk away. Um, okay. What family Thanks. does live here? We're sorry, we got confused. Are you trying to like charm him or is that what y'all needed to say? That's what I'm just trying to talk to him. Okay. So he sort of like looks back over and goes, mistakes happen, but I have a hard time believing that you all have earnest business with this family if you don't even know who they are. You all have done a lot for the town. I've already heard that, so I don't mean to be rude with my candor, but I have a duty and it is to protect this family's property. And if you don't even know who they are, then I can't imagine you have much business if you've heard some sort of weird rumor about their child, I don't know if that's enough to constitute you coming onto the property. Um. Uh, I don't know. I, I should. Half of me was like, oh, should I cast command on this motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> Don't play with your new toys, Poe. <laughs> um Hold on. All right, all right. Uh, So I'm I'm gonna try again and say, um, you know, yeah, we did do, you know, a lot for this town. Um we're just trying to uh, figure out a few last things. We don't mean to be rude. Can you please tell us, um, you know, the name of the family that lives here and um, if and potentially where, um, what, what are their last names? I'm sorry. The family? Uh, uh, Did we even uh, get the last name? I don't, I'm confused. Um, yeah, anyway, can you please tell us, um, you know, who's, what family you're guarding? And I'm going to use persuasion. Okay. 
All right. Um, that is 22. 22. Okay. So he kind of like slaps his thumb and pinky thumb and pinky thumb and pinky on his hip a little bit. Sort of shakes his head. You can see he's like very clearly thinking this through and goes, hmm. All right. So here's what I'll do for you people. I would ask that you prepare a parchment with your intent and fold it thrice over and hand it to me through the gate. I will take it to the master of the house and who in turn will bring it to the family. Should your desires be interesting enough to the family for them to want to see you, they will send for, they will send for me to open the gate and to escort you onto the property. If not, then I will tell you to turn away and to not bother them at least for a while yet until you can come back with some earnest interest. What say you to that? Uh, that's most kind. Well, very good. Prepare your letter. I will, I will wait. All right. Does anybody have paper? I do. I have, I learned this lesson in one of Elise's campaigns. I always have pen and paper. Eternal <laughs> <laughs> English teacher, like bring your supplies class. Says the D and D player that doesn't take notes. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna offer up my um, pen and paper. Right, well, so, ink and parchment. So, what what does your letter say? Like, just the short version. Um, I don't know, guys. What does it say? What a good question. Hmm. So, how about... Uh, we uh, we have your house surrounded. Put the phylactery <laughs> in the bag and nobody gets hurt. <laughs> um, how about we're emissaries of Chet? And um, we... Mm, that's good, that's good. Use Chet's name. Yeah, like just name drop that a little bit. So we're emissaries of Chet, and we are, um, you know, contacting local powers, and we wish to have an audience with them and their son. Does, is that? Do you think that's reasonable? Yeah, that's that's. Like, I mean, that's kind of what we're aiming for. Yeah, parents are still alive. What? Maybe um, not be so specific with the son, but like say like whole family. Oh no, I can't understand anybody. Oh. Can you understand us yet? No, everybody's breaking up. Uh oh. I might switch to my phone if it. All right. So can you? Can somebody say something? Yeah. Are we yet? Interrable or inferable to you? All right, everything still sucks. I'm gonna log on using right. my phone. We'll, okay, so we'll take the letter um, while you while you swap over. Oh. So you, um, the guard takes the the folded note and takes it inside, um, and you can see it's he's only inside for a moment, 
And he comes back out and stands back on the porch waiting to hear word from inside. A few minutes pass by. Um, I imagine Karak gets rather close to running out of patience and flying over the fence. <laughs> when um, a small boy dressed in a rather comfortable looking heavy robe with a hood and is wearing some sort of like pig mask that's gilded. Um, you can tell it, this boy could very easily be mistaken, or I guess I should say would be mistaken for like a gnome or a halfling just in size. Mm-hmm. And just sort of like doesn't say a word, but steps outside, looks up at the guard who uh, bows his, just sort of gently bows a little bit and then uh, steps aside. Um, and the, the, the young person just sort of steps forward to the gate um, and through the mask sort of says, Father says that he wants to talk to you all. Come on. I've been told to come fetch you. And with that, he sort of like flicks his hands and the gates open. And he turns around to sort of walk back into the house. Hmm. Thank you. Uh, I go. I, I assume everyone does. Yeah. Um, whoever the last person is to walk in, you can sort of see the the young the the small person in the, uh, leading the group back into the house sort of just like does another hand gesture and the gates close behind you uh, and the guard opens the door for you all you all are let into a, a rather nice foyer um mm-hmm. you know it's it's candle lit but it's it's very warm not just in temperature but it's it's just a very warm and inviting foyer uh, this, the fresh smell of oven roasted meat and tea and uh, bread is in the air and the little pig faced masked wearing person turns back around after you're all into the foyer and points to your shoes and goes clean your shoes or take them off you're tracking mud in the house oh I'm, I'm, I'm very sorry uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and I guess take my shoes off. I look at my hooves and kind of just like wipe them on the floor, I guess. <laughs> uh, and then he, the, so you guys will do probably some level of response to that. And mm-hmm. uh, he motions you all to follow him into the side chamber where the scent of the freshly brewed tea is, is quite powerful. Um, and you're led into a, a very obviously like a di- like a like a somewhat dining chamber or like a smoking room, uh, where a rather well dressed man in a evening vest and uh, like relaxed fit pants is sitting there uh, smoking a pipe, and in one hand and then the other hand is a. Uh, freshly removing a cup of tea from a, a, a saucer on a, a table next to him for which has his ashtray and large book. Uh, he looks you all up and down and sort of uh, whistles through the side of his mouth that isn't occupied by his pipe and 
in a moment, a couple of servants, all that look very similar in feature. Um, like all three of them are young women that are wearing the same outfit. Um, it's not like creepy outfit. Mm-hmm. It's not like like creepy made like slutty, but it's but it's it's a uniform for sure. Um, and they come in and bring you all seats. Just very simple chairs. Um, they're nicer than what you probably were sitting in the inn, but they're not as nice as like the felt chair he's resting in. And he goes, please, please have a seat. Make yourself as comfortable by my hearth as you can. If you are all in fact emissaries of the good Lord Chet, then I believe I have much to talk to you with me and my boy. I indeed do. Thank you for for having an audience with us. Um, yes, we we are under the employ of Chet. We've been Good. sent around to, to get the various towns to sign contracts and be sure that the, the forest is all united under... Yes, I happen to have a little bit of an understanding as to why he is doing so. Things are not as well working as uh, he may have implied to you all. Something is coming. Something that he is fearful for. I but. hadn't heard such a thing. Uh, the idea that Chet is afraid of something is a little concerning. <laughs> well, I'm sure you've realized that you're dealing with a very powerful man, your, your employer. But... He could probably crush a, a, a small mountain by himself. You know, one, one enemy is surmountable, no matter how powerful they might be. But when you're dealing with an uprising, hundreds and thousands of small problems, well, that can be overwhelming for even the most powerful of fists. Um, that makes sense. I, I could see how that's a problem. Well, you can only swat so many flies with one wave of the hand, you know. But, never mind my perchant for metaphor. Please, could I interest any or some of you in some tea or perhaps some freshly baked bread and butter? Yes. Yeah. I'll absolutely have some tea and some butter. Fantastic. I will have it brought right away with another similar whistle. Um, you hear the footsteps sort of muck about in one of the side chambers. And you were all brought a, a saucer of fresh tea each. Um, saucer with cup, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and each of the saucers has a like fresh uh, wheat, heavy wheaty bread with a smear of butter on it. Uh, so what you missed, Lauren, is you guys are having an audience with the father of the household. He's a very, very, uh, I've sort of dolled him up to be very, like, Gomez Adams. Okay. Uh, and he's being really kind to you all because of your connection with Chet. Um, the one thing that's kind of been dumped that is important is he mentioned that uh, Chet is scared of something that's coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so that's sort of, sort of stuck with some of the party members. But he's okay. offering you all some tea and, and buttered bread to discuss over. 
and uh, this sort of chair next to him has been vacant during this conversation until in sort of waddles in the little heavily robed pig mask wearing person who then sits in it, uh, that chair. And pig kinda, mask? Yeah, he's wearing like a pig mask, like a gold pig face. Terrifying. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. She had left before. Oh, that's right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Child came outside. Yeah, so a, a short halfling-sized humanoid um, came out to the gate and said, Dad wants to talk to you guys, and I was supposed to bring you in. And displayed some level of magical power in the ability to open and close the gate. Okay. So um, he just sort of sits in the chair and sort of leans into his hand that's, you know, digging his elbow into the rest, uh, listening to you all talk with um, the master of the house. So he goes, well, you see my boy here, he sort of gestures to the pig mask wearing person, was given his eternal unlife at the good blessings of your employer, Chet. Oh. So, if you have business with my family, I assume it is that you have business indeed with my son. What is your business with my son? Damn it. Anybody else want to speak up? <laughs> um, go for it. No, no, you, you go. Well, uh, see, we were tasked with, in our journey, uh, by another uh, leader to find the phylactery of a lich, and there were two avail two that we were told in the forest. We were wondering, if we can't get one, how can we get another? And is my son the one that you have to get as a secondary, or was he your first choice? We are trying to figure that out. Well, what I mean, good yak man, is are you knocking on my door before you've checked in with the other lich, or... Are you coming to me as a last resort? We're coming to you first for the chance that possibly if we don't have to get your sons, you might have information on the other to give us an easier time. Hmm. Any information would be good. You said that you spoke to a leader. Uh, would you tell me as to which one that was? I'm somewhat affluent, as you may have put together. That would be the great dragon that rules over Maru's bed. Nope. Or not Maru's bed, it's the other one, right? Lake Felmos. Lake Felmos. Lake Felmos. Hmm, Lake Felmos. Yes. I believe the being you're referring to is uh, dark in scale? Yes. Indeed. Hmm. Do you have the ability to communicate with him? I'd like to inquire as to why he needs my son. Uh... He doesn't need your son, just the phylactery. 
Yes, but my good dear lady, you must understand. You may not know, but the phylactery and a lich associated with it are quite tethered. You indeed could walk out of this house with my son's phylactery, and indeed you could bring it to this dragon. But should anything befall my son and he perish, which is not difficult for a small skeleton, he would reappear at his phylactery, which would put him in the direct physical possession of this dragon. Mm. So while I won't try and raise a fist to stop you from taking the phylactery, I will also make sure that there's something to be gained if there is indeed something that I can gain. And it's at this point the, the, the pig-faced boy sort of chimes up and he like okay. takes the mask off and sort of like sets it next to himself on the big chair. And you can see he's a, he's a skeleton. Uh, not, there's no like flesh hanging on or anything. He's a pretty clean skeleton. Okay. And uh, he sort of goes, this is boring. Listen, I've been alive for a long time and I've been a boy the whole time. I died when I was eight years old. This sucks. So I think what I want to find out that dad's trying to ask is if this dragon teaches me cool magic because I know dragons know magic and as you guys probably noticed I kind of know magic too like I'll just go if the guy's going to teach me cool magic you know guys that that might be an option it could be come with um, it. it'll be like summer camp so all right, hold on. DM. Yeah. Like, normally, if one of our players is absent, we just kind of don't acknowledge them. Uh, but Necro is the one that is able to communicate directly to the dragon. I gotcha. So you want me to, like, <laughs> RP Necro and have him commune with the dragon? I mean, he's the only one of us that can do that, to my knowledge. Okay. So Necro tells you that, yeah... Yeah, bud, I can totally do that, but I can only talk to him when I'm sleeping. So I can't just, like, zone out right now. I have to, like, poke, wait until I go to face. bed. Poke, punch him in the face. He needs to be unconscious. You need to release your anger. Punch him in the face. I don't think it works that way. Punch him I'm in the without face. my instrument and begin to play the most sweet and soothing lullaby. <laughs> Are you going to try and cast a spell that puts Necro to sleep? Uh, I do. I have sleep. Okay. Um, I plug my ears. I mean, she can she target. Can, I was going to say, she can pick the target for that okay. one. Just in case. All right, I so, still plug my ears. Okay, so you cast sleep on Necro. Um, <laughs> what's that? So you get to roll like a bunch of dice, and then that much hit points worth of creatures gets put to sleep? Yes. Yeah, 5d8. Okay, so go ahead and roll that out. Because you guys are what? We're level 5. Okay. With a really good roll, that could put me to sleep. No, I can't. I would be just immune to that. But I suspect Necro is not quite as hardy. Yeah, uh, Warlocks have <laughs> d8, so... Oh, shit. Hold on. Um, let me see if I can cast it at like a higher level. Yes. Yeah, you um, level can. higher. You can. Uh, you added the eight. 
you, um, when you cast a spell using a spell slot of second or higher, roll an additional 2d8. Oh, okay. So what level are you casting this spell at? I'm going to cast it at second level, so an additional 2d8. All right. Can someone text Cody and ask him what his hit points is? <laughs> hey, man. But he's no, willing, so it's, like, fine. Is he willing? If like, is that part of the spell? Can you just willingly be put to sleep by this spell? Whatever. Just go ahead and cast it and, and roll out the dice, and we'll see how it goes. What'd you get, Lauren? Hello. Sorry, right. So, what did you roll? I rolled a forty. Okay, that's pretty high. Let's go ahead and say that he didn't. That he has less hit points than forty. Um. So yeah, Nucro is like, just what do you want me to? Uh, <clears throat> and just sort of falls asleep in his chair and. uh darkness and ghost just like chill on his shoulders and like pull him up so he's like sitting upright while he's sleeping darkness thank you gotta say it correctly uh, you're right darkness yeah it's got an There's H no in R in there <laughs> alright so uh, a few moments later um, I guess actually I don't know what do you guys do how long do you let him sleep I mean it only lasts how long does the sleep spell last? Is it a minute or ten minutes? Um, sleep lasts. Mm. Let me look. Um. Oh, it only lasts a minute. Okay, so during well, that time, good. It's not very long. So, uh, during that time. Um, what's, uh, what do you guys do? Um, the father just kind of gives you all like a queer look, like, is he going to be okay? Like, <laughs> oh, he'll be fine. Yeah. He's just, this is how he has to talk to our other employer, I guess. You can simply refer to him as the dragon if that's who you're talking about. Okay. Yes, I like that. Simple. Some some people get really on our case about names and what we use and what we don't use and I think it's better for everyone to stay with your skill sets. <laughs> so let's just say the rest of that minute passes by. Necro sort of like squawks as he wakes up. I don't know why I imagine he does, but I kind of imagine that he always squawks when he wakes up. It's canon now. I mean, I can't I can't put that kind of canon behavior on a player that's not here. That's fair. Um All right, so he wakes up and just sort of like goes, "Yeah, the the dragon said that he doesn't need to harm the boy and if 
this is done easily and negotiated and the only thing he has to do is teach some magic to the to the lich boy then he he's cool with that great yeah everything is going to work out see um why do we keep assuming that we have to fight everything we come across i don't i don't know <laughs> So sometimes I have to fight everything we come across. Uh, so what what would you prefer on on your end, sir, for this this deal to be agreeable? I would invite you all to stay in my home for the night while my son and he sort of nods to his son who like is already leaving the room and mm-hmm. is ecstatic. Um, and it says, let my son take the day to gather his belongings. I will put to him a horse so he may keep pace with you all. I'm sure you have your own mounts. And uh, on the morning, I will give you my permission to take my son to this dragon with his phylactery in hand. Perfect. All right. Oh, if he died when he was eight, I really hope his phylactery is like a teddy bear or something. Don't do this to my heart. Hmm. But okay. I will ask you of one thing. And so he's, he sort of stands up and takes a big hit, last hit of his tobacco pipe and sets it down and then walks over to one of the bookcases and uh, pulls from one of the shelves a small jar with a corked top and a pair of small white pills, uh, small white spheres, I guess. And he sort of shakes it and goes, ah, good, they still work. And he sort of hands it out to you and goes, I will take one of these and you will take the bottle with the other. When you arrive and you are safe with the dragon, crush the, rem- the pill that you have under your boot. It will send a message to me to know that this has happened. Okay. Once I know that my son is safe, I will attempt to scry towards him to get the full message from him directly. But your job will be done at that point. What if there is something put in place where, like, nothing in this room or this location is able to be scryed? Uh, I would hate for you to think that something was going wrong um, when there wasn't and for you to, you know, have reason to worry. Uh, is there an alternative way that we can quickly get in touch with you just in case something does indeed go wrong? Hmm. Your fear of recourse shows a cunning past, but I appreciate your caution. Ah, uh, I would suggest that since you are indeed taking my son to a being of massive magical power and prowess, that you demand that part of the deal will be that he initiates contact with me or permits my son to scry to me directly, for which I can know indeed that my child is in safe hands. Yeah. <clears throat> I, will, I will be sure to make the dragon aware of these, these demands. And if they cannot be met, then I will make sure that your son comes back. 
Perfect. Myself. I will hold you to the sense of honor that you seem very debted to. Very well, then. Make yourselves as much at home as you can find possible. I will must be off. I have much to do today, especially with this recent discovery. If you need anything, there, are, there is a small bronze bell in every chamber. Simply ring it, and your needs will be accommodated for, I'm sure. Thank you, sir. Uh, thank you. Take care. And with that, he sort of stands up and leaves the room. Uh, who has, who, uh, Karak, you have a, you're the one with the massive passive perception, right? Yeah. <laughs> you notice he walks past like a full height mirror and he casts no reflection. Ah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. Indeed. Um, anyone else with a passive perception of 15 or higher also notices this. Oh, geez. Okay. Um, knowledge, nature, see if I know what this thing is. Well, that sure ain't me. Sure ain't. <laughs> oh, have you ever been in a house this big? Uh, well, we've been to Chet's. Hey, that's not really a house. A house. I mean, it's a castle, but to him, it's a house. All right, I rolled a eleven. I see that. Eleven viewers at home now. Listeners at home. Ah, uh, yeah, your eleven goes like, huh? That's not normal, but I don't know what it means. So whatever. What are you rolling for? Uh. To know why this guy doesn't have a shadow or a reflection. Gotcha. I don't know. Uh, it doesn't. RP bot doesn't seem to uh, give me an answer there. Oh. Okay. Well, there we go. Okay. You had to think long and hard. Yeah. It's like you're going to. Yeah. So you rolled a four, and and I don't know what that is in total for you. Uh, what was it? Is it knowledge? Yeah. Let's just go with an, just an intelligence check. Yeah, so, uh, four. Yeah. You're like, that's probably indicative of something, but I have absolutely no idea. Like... <laughs> what race is he? Uh, who? Um... The father? He, yeah, the father with the shadow. Um... He seemed to be human. Okay. And old? Like, how old? Um, not really. Like, I would say maybe on the younger end of middle-aged. So, you know, late 30s, early 40s. Maybe maybe 50. And, it, like, if he said that he was 50 years old, that would surprise you. Okay. Um, I would love to have an 8-year-old kid who's not really 8. Yeah. So, is he gone out of the room now? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to turn to the party and say, if his son has been a lich for a while and has been dead for a while, maybe a while is a long time and the, the father did something to ensure that he could always be able to be around to father his lich child. I mean... Or maybe the lich child kept him around. By the way, why do we... What, what's wrong with the father? 
Oh, yeah. Uh, and I explained the no shadow thing. Reflection. No reflection. I'm sorry. I don't know where I got shot on my head. No reflection. Okay, cool. Huh. I also want to do a knowledge arcana. Uh, would it be nature or arcana? Religion. Religion? Ooh. Knowledge religion. All right, well. Sometimes people just don't have reflections, guys. I don't see what the big deal is. I got a four, so. <laughs> All right, well, it's a real head scratcher. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. I know there's something wrong, but I don't know what. I don't know what to do about it. I think we should be wary. Yeah. Yeah, let's let's just be wary and see what happens and sleep lightly. This is fine. Can can I just Whatever. like browse the bookshelf? Yes. Like, okay. okay. Yeah. What just do like nice little perception check, see if there's any titles that jump out at me, something that might be fun to read for a little bit. Um I mean there's all manners of work here. I mean there's you see, there's there seems to be quite a, a fascination with cartography, with with map ma map making. Okay. Okay. Uh, prob pro probably a hobby of one of the people that live here. Um, but I mean, like, you don't like find a copy of the Necronomicon, like. Right. No. 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 It's. No, you know, I'm not expecting to find anything like crazy. Yeah. I just feel like if I'm trying to pass the time, I'd probably look for a book on you know this nice little like study room shelf he's got going on. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's plenty of different of different types of works uh mostly pertaining to rather mundane things um mm -hmm. again like i said there's quite the the fascination with cartography um if, like there's like six seven books dedicated to map making and how to do it correctly and maps of the world and that sort of stuff Ooh. um there's a smattering of books and and literature dedicated to swordplay um, there's some books on rudimentary magical theory and that, and that like, you, you imagine that any one of you could learn a fair bit about your favorite kind of thing. If you, you had a couple of weeks mm -hmm. in this, in this study, but you don't, you have a day. Right. Um, how old are these books? Um, the majority of them are somewhat recent. Uh, there's a couple of them that seem to be. Um, maybe a couple decades old, but there's no like ancient, rusty, like dusty tome filled with forgotten knowledge or anything. Okay. Can I just like look through and find whichever one looks like the the oldest uh, book on swordplay and just like browse through that? Yeah. Until yeah, you see a lot of old um, stances being praised as new fantastic footwork options and okay. you're like, Oh yeah, no, I, I know a lot of this, but there's some, some stuff that you're, that's insightful. Okay. Neat. I want to leave the room and try to go find the sun. Okay. Um, so you leave the foyer, the foyer, which leads to back to like the entrance hallway that lead that has a, 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 a single staircase that leads upstairs. Um, or you can go into a dining room, or you can go into a up to a closed door, which leads to the kitchen. Uh upstairs. 
Okay. As you walk upstairs, a maid uh, sort of steps out from around the corner and sort of stops you at the top of the stairs. And she goes, excuse me, miss, uh, the rooms are still being prepared for you and your friends. I ask that you please remain on the first floor until you hear a chime. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, well, I don't, you know, need anything to be to be ready for me. Uh, I just like to take a, you know, few moments away from my group and just kind of uh, get get settled in. I'm I'm fine with whatever condition, uh, you know, the the rooms are in right now. And she shakes her head and goes, I'm afraid it's against the good Lord's orders. I'm going to have to ask you to stand on the first floor, at least for a little while. I'm terribly sorry. Okay. Well, do you know if there's anywhere on the first floor um, that I could, you know, sit down in and clear my head for a little while? Absolutely. The study that you were all just presently in, if that wouldn't suffice, we could absolutely set the dining room to... Uh, receive several people f to have as a replacement lounge? Oh, no, I wouldn't want to take people away from getting the rooms ready up here. Uh, I will just make do, but thank you. Of course, and she sort of, like, curtsies and then walks away. Can I wait for her to walk away and then just try to... Um... Well, I guess where, where's the closest door? Uh from like the staircase where I am right now. Uh, she doesn't turn from you until you go down the stairs. Oh, okay. She knows what's up. All right, fine. Back to the lounge. I tried. Everybody else has stuff they want to do. I don't think so. Okay, so you guys just kind of pass the afternoon? Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't really got much that I want to do in like a big old mansion except chill. All right. And be aware. Uh, every so often, one of the um, servants sort of approaches you all and inquires if you desire f uh, fresh food or, or drink. Um, and anyone who requests it has their tea topped off or has brought a sandwich or like a, like a little like tray of triangle sandwiches. Um, I eat many sandwiches, do many push-ups, and drink from tiny teacups. Uh, the moment you're seen doing push-ups, you're actually uh, inquired to if you'd like to be brought to the gymnasium. What? Why does he get an extra yes. room? You can come if you want. Yes. Uh, so one of the servants uh, has you follow them downstairs into the basement. Um, it is well furnished, a uh, nice broad hallway. And one of the first doors on the left, they open and reveals a rather sizable chamber uh, with all manner of sort of rudimentary and somewhat sophisticated workout equipment including a single-lane pool. I am not going to use the pool. I spent enough time swimming with the Aboleth. Um, but I, I do the workouts. I do many of the workouts. That's what I would like to do. All right. Who else went down to the gym? Nope. Still reading the book. Okay. Yeah. 
All right, so the two of you are down there, and the uh, the servant that brought you all down there sort of uh, excuses himself, but re- didn't, uh, like notes to you all that he'll be just outside should you request anything. Uh, all right. All right. So thank you. A couple of hours pass, working out, enjoying the the finery of the the mansion, when a single chime rings three times like it's it's like a, a nice little like ting 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 and then uh at that point you are all sort of uh approached and and and, and the sort of servant woman says your rooms are ready if you'd like to be brought to them Absolutely. Uh, each of you are brought to a, a individual room. There is a, a very comfortable looking bed with a uh, chamber pot and um, a, a bathtub with no water in it, but clearly there, there could be. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's very, very, very nice. Probably nicer than any inn you've ever stayed in. Oh, I'm so taking a bath. This is pretty cool. Um, what what time of day is it about now? Let's call it uh, early evening. Okay. Um, are we still allowed to like leave our room now that we've been up here? Yeah. Okay. Um. I I just want to say like you know, uh, quietly like I'm I'm a little nervous about like being separated into different rooms and like sleeping. I would prefer some kind of like shared watch situation, just in case. What do you guys think about that? I still want to see if I can get away and find the son and talk to him. Um, so I'm all for keeping watch, um, you know, while I try to, I guess, find him. Um, I'm assuming he's, you know, somewhat on the, somewhere on this floor, uh, kind of where all the bedrooms are. So do you, so do you, what do you do to find the room? There's like 15 doors on the second floor. Close my eyes, spin around in a circle and point, and the <laughs> one that I'm pointing at first. Okay, so do you just go to a random door? Yeah, yeah, you know, knock on it. Um, see if anyone answers. Um... So you knock on a door, and you can sort of gently hear uh, sort of a thud and then some some rapid steps, and the door opens up to reveal the the boy. He goes, oh, we're not ready to go yet. What do you want? Oh, I know we're not ready to go. I wanted to see if you needed any help or anything. Uh get ready to go. You know, I've got really nothing to do 
and so I figured I would spend some time with you. We're going to be on the road together for a while, and, you know, it's always nicer to travel with friends than with strangers. I don't mean to be crudeness, but you're a glorified escort for me. I don't particularly care to become chums with you all. I don't mean to be e rude either, but I, I have some things to, that I need to get done today. We can chat and form some sort of bond on the road if you care that much. All right. Well, any uh, tasks or anything you would have me do before we do leave? Anything that you could do, I could have four people do it, I'm sure, just as well with the snap of my fingers. Well, I'm going to snap my fingers and a thumbs up at him and be on my way. He closes the door. Rude. Wow. Okay. Well, he's probably older than us. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, but there's no age limit on manners. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah, but you're like treating Absolutely. him like a child. Also fair. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> like he's been um, an eight-year-old boy for who knows how long. He's probably really sick and tired of being treated like a child. Yeah, he probably doesn't get to go out and like experience the town it's it's probably sucks didn't any of you watch interview with a vampire that little girl was miserable she was good call I back just watched <laughs> weird um <clears throat> can i find somebody in this house and ask them like do do they have their own personal stables here or anything like that uh i'm afraid not sir but the stables for which the home uses is quite close. Uh, what services do you require? Um, well, all of us have our our own um, mounts, but I'm I'm particularly close with mine, and I just I would feel more comfortable if she were at least on the grounds, if that would be okay. Uh, I'm sure that would be permissible, especially for a simple a single night. Uh, I will bother the Lord. So that gets situated out. Um, oh. You're told that you can bring Chesapeake onto the property and just have her not destroy anything in the garden. Right, right. She will be under her best behavior. First of all, Chesapeake is always under her best behavior. She is a right. delight in every situation. She only broke that one door once because I messed up. We've been telling people down here about Chesapeake, and everyone loves her, and they don't even know. Perfect. Uh, so yeah, I guess I'll go ahead and head on out and go collect Chesapeake from the stables we've been keeping her at and bring her back and kind of... The guard is very, like, visually surprised at the steed. He was ex obviously expecting a horse of some sort. Um, of course. But, you know, gets a giant crab instead. Good evening, sir. If you'd be so kind as to open the gate back up, I'll find a good spot to tell her to stay and settle down for the night. Hey, he does that. So, um, how long have you been employed by the family here? Um, I have worked for the family for nearly 10 years, sir. Wow. Um, I trust everything was okay with the, the monster out in the sea. 
you all uh, seem to. I don't know. The rest of the town is, is a little disheveled from it, but everything around here seems pretty, well, pretty, pretty contained. And I, I must urge you to speak to the the master of the house on this matter if you wish for more in-depth information. But what I can tell you is, it tried to slip its tendrils into the minds of this home and was not able to breach them, sir. Ah, well, that's that's welcoming to hear. This, we, we've met some, some less pleasant people in town that were under its control. And that just it has me a little, a little on edge, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear that everything was okay here. Uh, indeed. And I uh, guess I'll go ahead and I'll just kind of shake his hand and head back inside. Okay. And it's about that time where... Uh... A, a single bell is rang for dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, the smell of fresh meat that ha- uh, has been cooked and seasoned. Uh, just a, the, all the all-around banquet that awaits you all down in the dining room. Nice. Cool. That's uh, the the lord of the house, the boy, and uh, apparently the mother, um, a sort of fair-skinned, white dress-wearing, uh, half-elf woman, sits near the front of the table, near the head of the table, and uh, the master of the house has simply a glass of red wine, and. Uh, and invites you all to enjoy his hospitality. It's not often that he has so many guests to treat. It's quite warming to be able to be a fine host. Thank you. You have a, you have a wonderful home here. Um, I'm glad that we've gotten to, to spend some time in a, one of the nicer places. Well, Portland Voss has been around for quite some time, my friend. In fact, your sorts of people have been not exactly a rarity, but it has been, in fact, a few years since I have had the benefit of sharing a table with a member of the Tritons. Um, I don't think any of, of my, my family or of my village uh, would have made their way down this far, but... I'm glad that we've we've had good connections here. Um, I I don't know if this is of concern to you, but we we did take care of the the abelet that was out in in the seas. So hopefully the town will be a little more pleasant for everybody soon. The, the master of the house sort of shrugs his shoulders ever gently and goes. Eh. I appreciate what you all have done, but I'm sure that the rest of the port appreciates it far more. The, the wicked beast that called its water its home, it attempted to converse with us here, but I do not suffer the insolence of ego-driven fools, much less ego-driven fish. Bye, Nick. Hey. I accidentally clicked the thing. <laughs> um, 
Well, that's that's a good way to go about things. There's, there's a lot of a lot of problems out there. People a little too full of themselves. Heh. <laughs> <laughs> That's about the only dinner conversation cool. I had planned. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> well, there seems to be a lot I'm of stuffing back and my forth. face. Yeah, there's there's a fair amount of back and forth between the father and the son about how excited the boy is to go and learn magic from a dragon because dragons are supposed to be, you know, in the books he read are supposedly very talented at magic. Uh, I could chime in there just for a moment and be like, oh yeah, this the the dragon taught my sister quite a bit. You know, she was, she was there for quite some time and learned a lot of magic from what I can tell. So he's definitely a good teacher. And uh, the father seems to be somewhat comforted in that and says, wonderful, wonderful. I look forward to seeing what you learn in your time with him. I have a per- uh, hand for magic myself, but I am a abhorrent teacher. What kind of magic do you do? He sort of gives a sly grin and takes a sip of wine and goes, My dear good lady, I practice in some of the necromatic arts. Ah, oh, I guess that would uh, make sense. Yes, your good employer, Chet, once he showed me the vast qual, hmm, hard to put to words, the power, let's say, of good, well-done necromancy, by prolonging and giving my child a second life. Well, it's hard to not be enamored with the sort of thing, I would think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I've studied it for some time. I would not call myself terribly talented, but... I'm no novice either, I think. Well. Um, I'm, I don't have anything else to. That's fine. Okay. So the meal is delicious. The wine and, and, and beer that's offered is divine. And quite quickly afterwards, the half-elfin woman um, takes the hand with the master of the house who sort of excuses himself for the evening. But uh, the, the boy sort of sits there and is kind of just, he seems to be somewhat studying you all. Not like intently like staring at anyone, but he seems to be somewhat sizing you all up and sort of asks eventually what it is that you all do. Well, you see, (laughs) we are professional heroes. We travel around and large beasts and great evils. 
Oh, yeah? Are you guys the people that fought that lizard folk army I heard about? That would be us. It's true. And are you the people that made that big commotion outside yesterday? Yes, in fact, we were doing battle with a god of war. We won. Obviously. And I flex. <laughs> he goes, wow, that's pretty cool. Uh, do you guys know any magic? Oh, oh, I just learned this one. I make my uh, weapon show up. And uh, he sort of goes, like, the boy sort of nods and, and smiles the only way a skeleton can and goes, that's pretty cool. Uh, does it explode? Can you make it explode? You know, I don't know. It's pretty new. I haven't tried to make something explode with it. Can any of your guys explode? <laughs> I don't, I don't think no, so. Pahokui, you almost exploded once when you got squished. Let's let's not with the explosions. I got better. Nice. <laughs> Meanwhile, Paula right. fights a cat. Sorry. Don't be sorry. Don't be Sometimes cats just... Cat's My, gotta uh, do the things. I've been gone all weekend, so he's like all jacked up and like wants to play. Yeah. Get you. you gotta take him outside. Let him, you know, grab a sword, fight some monsters. <laughs> Help him take back his kingdom. <laughs> then betray him. <laughs> you know, like heroes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Don't worry, I'm going to write the history. <laughs> yeah. We won. We get to do that. It's true. That's kind of the benefit. Um, oh, that's what I was about to check. About to be like, wait, I, I took a spell that can do a bunch of stuff. I just don't actually remember what all of those are. <laughs> all right. So um, you guys are pretty much ready to go to bed. For yeah. the night, I guess. Um, do you guys do anything special, like preparation rituals? Baths are offered. Oh, I would definitely take a bath. Okay. I'll take a bath. Yep. Everyone that takes a bath is is bathed and washed by a member of the servants. That's I let them. Weird. I don't like that. Can I take a bath by myself? Uh, they excuse themselves once you request it. Okay, good. Okay. So letting it. I'm. I'm not. I already fought off one weird person. All right. Any. Uh, any like rituals that you guys want to do before you go to bed, or does everyone just kind of tap out? Oh, you know, I've I've seen Necro do this. So since I'm in my room. I'm going to kind of, I, I kind of want to like meditate on this whole like power thing and see what goes down. Okay. So you try and like commune with Thundar? Yeah. All right. So you sort of like mellow out and relax and the recent bath helps with that. 
Um, and as the sort of last few drops of uh, bath sort of fall off of your longer fur, feel time sort of come to a, come to a stop. And uh, a powerful light sort of creeps in under your door. Uh, and then in through the door walks a vision of Thundar, except he looks just like Jacoby. Uh, cool. And he approaches you and crosses all four of his arms and goes, You haven't fought anything today, son. When are you going to find yourself some glorious battle? As soon as there's some glory to be had. I didn't feel like there was glory to be had in punching a small lich boy yet. Perhaps so. Well, is there something that you requested of me? Or was it simply to bask in my glory? Really? It was just to meet you. Face to face. Well, here I am. So how how does this how does this work? Well, you, you and see, me like this. Well, you see, I've blessed you with some of my divine power that you are to channel through your own energy and power and prowess, and deliver swift power and utter destruction to your enemies in combat, for the greatest glory all attainable, the glory of a good fight. And the more you do that, the more I, power I will bestow upon you before you running around the world in the gallivanting way that you seem to live and spreading the glory of battle in my name and in your visage, the two of us become eternal. I like the sound of that. So... Do it your own pace, but the more times you cross weapon in my name and destroy your enemies with my might and your muscle, the quicker our bond of divinity and flesh can become. Noted. I'll look for as much battle as possible. Fantastic. And he sort of flexes. I flex too. I join him. <laughs> there he goes. Very good. Well then, if there's nothing else you require, there's not much more I can give you at this time. But call upon me should you ever find yourself in dire need of help. I give him a little, like, fist-to-chest salute. And I'm like, I will do. And with that, he sort of disappears into, like, a... Like, a, like he sort of, like, washes away into, like, holy light. And the, the drop of bath water that was falling off your fur finally hits the blanket. Dope. I then do a hundred push-ups before bed. Okay. Anybody else? Hold on. You got a bath and then did a hundred push-ups before bed? Yeah, I probably did a hundred more before the bath. Alright, whatever. <laughs> Always do push-ups. If you notice, I don't do squats. <laughs> 
it kind of kills me a little bit every time. Yeah, what about Lende, bro? Uh, it'll come, but not this day. <laughs> bro. <laughs> this day we left. <laughs> Alright. So does everyone just go to bed? Anyone have anything else that they do before they go to bed? I don't think so. Okay. Um, all right. Well, the night is quite peaceful, except for Karak. Uh, Karak, you hear a woman scream in the middle uh, of the night. I drink beer. Okay. Do you go back to bed? No. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Got to, got to prep for whatever the the hell's going on here. Just wanted, I just wanted a night. Just wanted to go to bed and sleep. But no, nope, can't have that. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll go out into the hallway. All right. No. Um, you see, pinned against a wall, <laughs> right. Fucking Nick Nick posts in the chat. I can't wait for correct alchemy job to just have not quite enough beer for the day. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna happen and it's gonna be a sad day. Um, so you the see attitude. the master of the house pinning one of the servants against the wall, uh, and she sort of sees you and cl- clasps a hand over her mouth uh, to stifle her screams. Oh. Uh, are you, sorry for interrupting whatever you two are doing out here. Uh, should I leave? Are you like talking to them? Is this, or is this like yeah, an inner dialogue? Yes. <laughs> uh, talking to them. Okay. The the mass the the sort of the servant woman sort of shakes her head. Uh, and the, the master that sort of pulls his face away, and you can see in full view that his canines have extended, uh, and are his sort of mouth and chin are dripping with blood. Uh, okay. And he goes, "Ah, uh, yes." And he sort of wipes the blood away into his sleeve, and he goes, uh, "You must excuse us. She is new to my employ, and well, seems to have forgotten herself." And he sort of gives her a stern look. Worry not. Yep. So you're, uh, you're, uh, you're a vampire. He sort of like looks at the servant girl and then back at you and like looks at the blood on his sleeve and on his shirt. He goes, bit perceptive. Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, is there an issue? You know, no. No, there's not. This is fine. He nods and goes, uh, Most excellent. We'll keep this between us, shall we? Yeah. Not everyone is as understanding as you seem to be. It's a... Yeah. Yeah. I'm going back to bed. Yep. (laughs) And uh, with that, you sort of close the door and you see him, like, go back to having a meal. And uh, 
with, with that, you you know, you get back to bed and try not to think about what you just witnessed. Yep. Yeah. And with a little effort, you find sleep again. Okay. No, nothing as bad as what's in the void. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> We we don't we don't talk about it. Uh, all right, so the morning comes, and uh, the breakfast bell is rang. Mm-hmm. I am up and ready for it. Uh, Karak, there is a small basket just on the inside of your door. Oh, presents for me. Yeah. <laughs> It has a little. It has a little note card that says, "In the name of our secret." Ah. What are you talking about? Craig doesn't keep secrets. <laughs> never, never, never kept a secret in my life. <laughs> the most forthcoming Birdman I've ever met. Yeah. Uh, what's in the basket? Is uh, it going to Paltrow's head? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, it is. Fucking spoilers <laughs> for fucking seven, dude. Now, um, it's a small box that is uh, very, very cutely gift wrapped. Okay. Is it just a box, or is there stuff inside the box? There's stuff inside the box. Okay. I just, I, <laughs> I, I don't have what it is in front of me. So oh, if you want to okay. open it, I gotta go get the dungeon master's guide. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll open it. All right, well, then I gotta go get the dungeon master. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm gonna use the master real quick. Intermission. Now's your chance. You have a few seconds during the podcast. Get yourself a drink, stretch, you know, do something reasonable. I want to punch a kid. God, no, wait. We're on break. I can't do that. Well, apparently it's like the in thing to do now. (laughs) Man, I'm, I'm pretty relieved we didn't have to fight him here, actually. Why is that? I don't know about you guys. I don't know, we just got done fighting a god last time we were in session and fighting an Avalon, well, almost fighting an Avalon before that, and it's kind of nice to just sit down for dinner together for once and have a nice conversation, Dracon. <laughs> yeah. No secrets. Nothing. Just right. some cool guy and his little skeleton son. Yeah. Okay, so I'm back. All right, so do you um, so you open the box? Yes. Okay, inside the box is a pair of uh, very finely made leather bracers. They seem to be etched with uh, gilded ink. And uh, have very sparse, but um, the occasional opal 
embedded in the leather. Ooh. Very pretty. Uh, I'll, I'll put them in my bag for now and go eat breakfast. Okay. So you all go and have breakfast. Um, the master of the house is not present, nor is the lady of the house, or, uh, but the, the son is, and he sits at the head of the table and sort of just taps his bony fingers on the table, impatiently waiting for you all to eat breakfast, since he obviously has no need for breakfast and is very excited to get on the road. <laughs> I ate as much breakfast as possible. Okay. Breakfast time. So the breakfast is good and tasty and all, and it's nice and warm, which is better to say for most breakfasts on the road. Yeah. But it is, like many good things, eventually over. And I suppose you all set off for Lake Felmos. Yeah. Yeah. May as well. All right, Say well, goodbye so. to this terrible town. <laughs> <laughs> if we ever come back here, it's way too damn soon. If we ever come back here, it better be burning. <laughs> hey, man, yeah. we can just tell the lizard horde it's here. Don't actually do that, guys. <laughs> Are you thinking about it? What? No. No. <laughs> No, no. my alignment. Right. <laughs> All right, so we'll go ahead and uh, roll credits for the episode as you guys sort of leave the town behind and are, are heading out on the road the way you came in, except now, in addition to, you know, all the things you've gained and lost in Portland Voss, in your, in, in your toe is a... Uh, the, the the boy wearing what you witnessed him the first time, a sort of heavy robe and a golden swine mask. He seems to have a single foot locker uh, on the back of his uh, horse. And that's it. All righty. So with that, that's where we'll end it, and I hope you guys had a lovely session. I know I did. I have been, as always, and will continue to be your host and Dungeon Master, Kenny. I had the distinct pleasure of our bard. Hi, that's me, uh, Lauren. Thanks for joining us. Our barbarian. Hey, it's Pahokwi. See you next week. Our fighter. Hey, this has been Nick Aznalos. Thanks for listening. Our druid. Uh, the void has changed, crack. <laughs> Maybe next week will be better. Maybe. And our rogue. Bye, guys. See you next week. Thanks for listening in. Good night, everybody. Bye. <laughs>